Mr. Wesley, let me a claw. Make it the sharpest that I ever saw. Make it the best one that really snips. And then attach it to both of my nips. Oh, Mr. Wesley, please turn on your magic beam. Oh, Mr. Wesley. Lee, send me a dream. Uh, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you. We are Wesley and the Snips, and we're going to be here all night taking pingers. We're going to be doing two half pingers right away. So bring your mother, bring your mother up on stage, and we'll get her gurning all night through, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be gurning until about 6.30 a.m. before we eventually turn in. Like I said, we are Wesley and the Pingers, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, please, to Coffee and Means. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy and that's funny and it's 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 kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes, welcome to, welcome to Threshold.fm, welcome to YouTube, Facebook and Twitch. Pretty great to have uh, the pop band, the pop barbershop quartet, uh, Wesley and the Snips in uh, this morning, that was very exciting. Um, rerun the intro if you missed that, because God, you wouldn't want to miss that. Bloody hell. Um, yeah, welcome guys. Hey, how's it going? What you been up to? What's going on? Let me know if there's any way... Uh, that I can help you this morning, uh, let me know in the chat, in the Facebook chat, or on the YouTube chat, or the Twitch, or the Discord chat. Um, yeah, just let me know if there's anything you'd like me to help you with this morning. Maybe you want me to help you put up a curtain rail, or something, or like clean out the fridge. It's fine. Have you got any sort of painting and decorating, or like, I don't know, you want to do a little bit of work on your car. Perhaps you've got an old Ford Fiesta and you've dug out the Haynes manual for it. Or like Anything below... Anything below a three-spanner job, I think I could probably handle. If it's a three-spanner job, you're probably you're getting your dad involved, aren't you? But yeah, no, like if there's a, anything that needs a lick of paint or something, or if you've got a dog that needs grooming, I could I could take care of that. Or if um you got you need kids dropping off at off at the school, that'd be fine. So yeah, guys, let me know in the chat what I can help you out with, and and I will. I aim to please. I'm here to help. I want the best for everybody. Um, as long as you're not a communist or a Nazi, I think we can, I think we can all agree there. And um, listen, guys, got some f- good bits for you today. Oh, and I've got some good music. Got this bit by Howitzer, fun name, called Primer. That's worth a look. Go have this Gremlins Black Lotus bit. Ah, uh, might play Busy again. Uh, probably going to play Red Pill again. And AC13. Uh, track called Light Years, nice bit. Uh, Newswise, uh, yes. Co- right, what if we um, cockpit audio as Navy pilot as Navy pilots drew massive penis in the sky? Um, oh, where's hold on? I had a load of other stuff up. Where are we? What's going on? Oh yes, exciting news, guys. Um, UK is officially the most drunk nation on earth. So pretty, pretty pleased to get the title on that one. I've certainly been putting the work in. And I'm really happy to be now reaping the rewards. The is there any sort of like award, like a legitimate physical award? I would be happy to accept that. I'll give a little speech. Yeah, I could do. Um, I would be happy to. I would write that. Me, me and Wesley could go up there together. Um, maybe there'd be some sort of gala dinner involved. A bit of red carpet. Oh, the paps, the paps. I'll give a little speech. Pissed, obviously. I'll have a lager top in one hand. Maybe a um. We dram a whiskey in the other. Fucking get fucking get a light on it, mate. Get fucking light on it. Um, this is a bit of fun. Sleep shopping. Mum buys full size basketball court in bizarre three thousand pound shopping spree. 
<laughs> That's such a weird thing to buy. <laughs> Why would you even buy a basketball court? <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, have you ever like, um, God, you ever, uh, you ever sleptwalked or anything? That's weird when people sleepwalk. Uh, I've sleptwalked actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? What did you do? Well, I had a tendency to go out do online shopping. What? Online shopping? What'd you buy? Poor fucking basketball court. <laughs> I, look, three grand, I say, we club, to, club together. I'll stick the Patreon dollars into it. Club together. So she has to, basically, she has to get the basketball court now and make use of it. You never know. She might suddenly become like a new rising star of the NBA, the WNBA. Um, <laughs> bless her. Keen to get into that. Trance Wars, big Trance Wars update today. As uh, as you may remember, oh God, last last week the unholy, the unholy marriage of the Trance family and the Psytrance Massive Mafia coming together over the common enemy of Hardwin, best DJ in the world, Ben. Uh, so keen to see how that one plays out. Also, Mental Health Awareness Week. So I've got a thing to read out at the end. Um, I was asked, I don't know, a month or so ago, to write, um, could you write a small bit about the struggles that up-and-coming producers face in terms of social media stuff? And uh, apparently they only wanted three sentences or something. Anyway, I wrote, I don't know, half, half a fucking book on it. Uh, so I'll read that at the end. I think that's a, a worthwhile um, bit of info for people. Maybe, maybe it's not. I'll let you know. You tune out if, if you're not interested. And uh, yeah, listen, guys, we can just hang out. We can, you know, just share, share stories. You know, share our feelings and just, um, you know, explore our bodies. Again, this is a safe space. There's no shame. You know, just to take your clothes off. You know, just remove the trousers and the pants and just really get to know yourself. You know, in the safe community vibes of Threshold.fm. We all do it, you know, either in the same room or just listening to the same radio show. You know, it's a beautiful thing. There's nothing to be ashamed of. They're all different sorts of body types. Uh, some some dinkles are longer than others. Some are wider than others. But really, it's, it is, of course, what you do with it that counts. Anyway, um, I'll tell you what. Let's have this Black Lotus bit. Mm, no, I don't want a Black Lotus bit. I want the... Um, let's just get straight into some Amen Madness with this howitzer bit. This is fun. It's slow. It's got to be like 160 or something. Oh, it's naughty, though. It is naughty. Uh, Martin Day says he's got a dado rail that needs painting. Fine, mate. I'm on it. Don't worry. I'll have it done by lunch. Uh, Reese's got balls that need scratching. Oh, just a single ball that needs scratch. Happy to, happy to oblige, mate. Jenna Hitchmuff's painting the bathroom. Um, yeah, I'm, I can come and lend a hand. You need me to bring my own brushes? Happy to. Don't mind. Vortex in. Oh, sorry, I mean Wodge. Stin's been chasing seagulls with a BB gun to stop him eating his dog's breakfast. <laughs> that does sound like a fun morning. Jerry came for a back rub. It's fine. It will be creepy, though.
is a bit of a fucking war, am I? Warhammer. This is a rowdy little number. Uh, Joe says he wants to guest on the show next Friday. Uh, I'm afraid you cannot. Two reasons. Uh, first reason, the obvious coffee memes rules about no communists on the show. And second, I already have a guest next Friday. So um, a shadowy, shadowy figure, actually. A shady, shadowy figure uh, next Friday. So you can look forward to that. <laughs> uh, Ruben, coming to New Zealand anytime soon. I wish. Tell your promoters to uh, get their acts together. It's appalling. Get your act together. That's the one. Uh, thank you, Mr. Build. You were a lobby star. Build, was that you that emailed me a clip of TC Rockstar, but with it changed so it says Lobstar? So who sent me that? Joe, you claim you're not a communist, but you literally have a hammer and sickle in your profile picture. (laughs) Ellis, you're damn right we're here every day, obtaining the grain. Obtaining the grain. Oh. Yeah, that's Primer. Uh, it's uh, by Howitzer. Fun name. Better than, um, I don't know, deliberately miss something, misspelling something with a number instead of a letter. Um, anyway, I forgot to play this earlier in the week. Um, Shia Khan, he's a fine lobo and a hilarious one at that, uh, <laughs> sent me this in. It was originally titled Mr. Penis, but Media Share or Media Fire or whatever that he was sending it on immediately delete stuff with the word penis in because they assume it's pornography. Uh, so it's now called Mr. Appropriate. Um, thanks for this, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ah, ah, ah. Jesus Christ. Ah, 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 ah. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, drum and bass. Sweet Jesus. Oh, sorry. Penis. <laughs>
That truly is a thing of beauty. <laughs> Thank you for that, uh, Shere Khan. Um, you're a fine human. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know what really want to make of that. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, e- excellent work. Um, right, what are we doing? I've got news. I've got trance wars. I've got it all. Honestly, I am. I'm your provider, baby. Mm, every morning, I'm your providing. Um, let's do this cockpit audio. Cockpit audio as Navy pilots drew massive penis in the sky. Uh, Two Navy officers laughed as they said it would be so easy to draw a huge penis in the sky with their plane contrails. (coughs) Chemtrails. Um, All right, well, let's have a go on it. Come on, Metro, provide. What is this dude drawing? (laughs) Air penis. Dude, I bet he shuts off. And, uh, yep, that's what he's doing. He's, he's, right now he's just saying that all of you guys are fucked. I can't believe that. Yep, and he's going to shut it off right there, too. Watch. Oh, that's some people watching on the ground. Imagine how wonderful it would be to witness that, though. Hey! To fuck off. Um, anyway, because there's trans... Yeah, I mean, that really would be a truly... Be- that... Y- that would never leave you that beautiful memory. That would prob- if that happened to me, if I was just out walking the doggo or something, just sleep now. She ain't walking anywhere. Gosh, she's so lazy. You wouldn't. It's almost worth turning the camera around to just see the state of it. It's just like, bless her, bless her eyes. Um, if you're out just walking the dog and you just looked up and you just watched a plane draw a gigantic sky penis, that would be the best moment of your life. Forget the birth of your firstborn child. Forget looking into your new wife's eyes, as you say I do, up on the, you know, up on the altar or wherever you, wherever it is that you're getting married. Forget about it. Massive chemtrail sky penis. How would you top that? How would you even begin to top that? Uh, anyway, the transcript from... I oh, don't actually have the recording. That is... That is a poor show, guys. That is a very poor show. Uh, Chopsworth Parking Warden blocks road, then finds drivers who couldn't get past. <laughs> there is a... Um, yeah, there's a certain charm in that. Anyway, uh, the transcript goes like this. Draw a giant penis, the EWI says. That would be awesome. <laughs> um, what did you do on your flight? The other pilot responds, Oh, we turned dinosaurs into sky penises. <laughs> That is a fine use of fossil fuels. (laughs) You should totally try to draw a penis, the EWI said. I could definitely draw one. That would be easy, the pilot says. You could basically draw a figure eight and turn around and come back. I'm going to go down, grab some speed, and hopefully get out of the contrail layer so they're not connected to each other. It's bang on as well. Dude, that would be so funny. Airliners coming back on their way into Seattle. Just the big uh, expletive giant giant penis we could almost draw a vein in the middle of it too wow really getting into the details as well the ewa then replies that the contrails uh, were being left uh, and the art was happening balls are going to be a little lopsided the pilot said balls are complete he says a mo- <laughs> balls are com- balls are complete i should be doing it in the sort of like fighter pilot um sort of a- <laughs> balls are going to be a little lopsided uh balls are complete I just gotta navigate uh, a little bit over for the shaft. Uh, which, which, which way is the shaft going? Uh, the shaft shaft will be going to the left. It's gonna be a wide shaft. I just don't want to make it like three balls. Okay, let's do it. Oh, the head of the penis is gonna be thick. <laughs> Uh, another pilot, another pilot with them radioed over to congratulate them on the artwork. This is great. This is really just perfect use of um, naval air resources. Uh, I'm so impressed by it. Uh, where where was it? I mean, it's in America, okay. Um, but as they stayed there and the contrails didn't dissipate, they became more anxious trying to f- <laughs> fly back over to scribble it out. It didn't work, and soon they needed to fly back to the naval air station uh, to refuel. Uh, their masterpiece has been noticed by those on the ground. A mother had taken pictures and sent it to a news station. What are we supposed to tell the children about the giant sky penis? Um, uh, a mother had taken and sent them to a news station, and back at base, the squadron's executive officer, the XO, 
had also been notified about it. Dun, dun, dun. He asked the junior officers if anything unusual uh, had happened during their flights, and they confessed immediately and apologised. Never apologised, never explained. Uh, as they didn't have prior disciplinary actions, they were allowed to keep their jobs. Can you imagine, like, if they got fired for that? I mean, how fucking pathetic. The amount of money that goes into, like, training these people... Uh, look, all right, I appreciate there's also the argument, yeah, the amount of money that goes into training these people, they shouldn't be out there drawing freaking sky penises. But it's not the end of the world, is it? Like, no, it's, it's not like hurting anyone. An investigator's report seen by the Navy Times said, while the skywriting conducted by the lieutenants was crude, immature and unprofessional, it was not uh, premeditated or planned and not in keeping with the character demonstrated prior to the incident. Even so, it has caused the United States Navy severe embarrassment in the public arena and jeopardises the strategic narrative that underpins the justification of the flight hour programme. So you say, pal. I think it's pretty damn cool. <sighs> um, right, okay, what else have we got? Uh, yeah, more mystery giant penises appear in Google Maps. Uh, parks in Melbourne, Australia have very sp- have a very specific problem that can only be seen from space. Uh, they've all got giant dicks drawn on them. Three separate parks in the northeast of the city have been adorned with phallic glyphs uh, that can be seen on Google Maps. These are really nice, actually. Yep, that's good. Uh, there's a sort of all perspective going on on the balls as well. That's really that is a. Oh, there's a few of them as well. They obviously started small, worked their way up. Nice. So effectively, it's kind of like getting a boner. Wow. A giant park boner. That's pretty cool. Uh, Reddit user, um, you slash Adrian MTB, uh, was the first to report the mysterious symbols before it was quickly picked up by local media. The giant penises have been compared to Peru's famous Nazca lines, uh, ancient symbols that can only be appreciated from space. It's been said that they were drawn to please the gods looking down on Earth. And so are these, really. Got to be, haven't they? Oh, look, they've done this just in a single line and still got a sort of bald perspective thing going on. Really nice work, guys. Really, that is stellar stuff. Oh, choice craftsmanship in that really the artistic flair just oh (laughs) Uh, well thanks to google we're all gods now in a way um so we can all see the 133 meters cock three meter cocks that have been hewn into tw blake park in melbourne suburb of preston each park seems to contain several different members, all drawn at different sizes. Sadly, the groundskeeper appears to have caught up with the penises uh, that have been drawn in Hayes Park, the suburb of Thornbury. Uh, it's all but faced. It's all but faded now. Although, if you look closely, you can still make out the testicles at the edge of the lawn by the lamppost. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, there they are. It's a little, little couple of, couple of balls there. Um, oh, that's nice. Uh, we when um, when we were running the night called Fallout at the Zar Bar in Brighton, me and Mummy Mum Dance and some other folk. Um, this is really going, I don't know, back to two thousand and two, maybe. Um, we on the South Downs uh, one night, a whole load of us went up with bags and bags and bags of uh, chalk because it is a sort of chalky hill, and spelt out the words Fallout on the side of the uh, of the hill. Um, and you could see it for months until people walking past it just sort of broke it apart for no good reason. It was quite wonderful. I don't believe we have any pictures then. I mean, it was 2002. People didn't even really have digital cameras back then. I mean, maybe a little bit, but they were shit house. The sort of ones where you press it down and it would take about five minutes before it actually took the picture, by which time the subject of your photo had just got bored and walked off. Ridiculous. Disgraceful. I, for one, won't stand for it. Um, right, look, let's have this Black Lotus. Uh, it's by Gremlins. It's on Metal Heads. It's a nice bit. Very nice bit. There are a few chalk boners around England, I believe.
Uh, that's Black Lotus by Gremlins. It's on Metalheads. It's a fine ass piece of gear. Yeah, other side of that's nice as well. It's called Opium Den. Mm. Nurse. Uh, right, I believe, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for a mother loving trance wars. I came in a bit loud. Yes, indeed, it is Trance Wars time. So if you're a Trance Wars denier, get out. Get out. Get your act together. Uh, where's the um, where's the artwork? It's beautiful artwork there from Video Soul. Of course, if you're new to the show and you don't know what Trance Wars is, um, it is... Well, I, I, I often go to a co-working space because it's got windows and other people there. And so I do my admin there, check my emails. And um, it's often frequented by a number of trance DJs and other EDM characters. Um, mainly the trance family, which comprises of Tiesto, a.k.a. Trance Pappy, um, Armin Van Buren and Martin Garrix. And there's been a war between them and a shady collection of wooks known as the Psytrance Mafia. Um, but uh, last week, I told that last week um, there was an incident in the wellness center downstairs at the co-working space, uh, in which the uh, in which Tiesto and Armand Van Buren uh, they almost they almost died from having radioactive uh, butt plugs effectively figged into them at the figging station. Um, figging, of course, being when People put ginger up their bum for no good reason. But anyway, um, they were radioactive bits of ginger and they were almost put into um, put into their bot bots by a shadowy figure who was then knocked out, knocked the F out, world star style, by the head wook. And it was then revealed that this shadowy figure about to fig, emphasis on the fig in shadowy figure, that was about to fig the boys with the radioactive butt plugs, um, yeah, if this is your first time listening, you might want to go back a few shows and just get the updates. But anyway, the shadowy figure was unmasked, and it turns out to be former best DJ in the world, Hadwell. Hadwell. Um, well, to continue on from what happened there, uh, everyone, Van Buren and Tiesto, myself... And uh, the head work, uh, we drag the unconscious Hardwell um, into one of the treatment rooms, sort of at the side of the wellness center. Um, and we tie him to one of the massage tables, um, just using some of the cords off like some of the dream catchers and that that they've got hanging around, like most wellness uh, centers do. Everyone gathers round and uh, Van Buren grabs a bottle of this sort of like ionised mountain spring dick water or something that's like eight quid a bottle you know they always sell them in bloody wellness centres and dashes it into Hardwell's unconscious mush Hardwell he screams Hardwell 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 Tiesto slaps him round the face a couple of times calm him down what are you doing, man? I'm the best DJ in the world, man. You can't be doing this to me. I'm Hardwell. I'll get Calvin Harris round here. He'll deck you, man. Do you not know that he is Scottish? Tiesto replies, Yes, I know the Scotchman. I know him all too well enough. But if he comes round here, he'll be begging me for a line at the Holland hurry-up in the bogs before he even thinks about decking anyone. Hardwell replies, Oh, no. Well, uh, what about Carl Cox? He's a friend of mine. He will come over and he will bang you all out. He's my best friend. I'm the best teacher in the world, man. Tiesto replies, Coxie Friedex. Ah, uh, he can't save you, you little dog gobbler. Now, no chance. He's on tour in Australia at the moment and some people don't even think it's real. But I tell you what, he's not around here. He ain't going to save you. Now, you need to tell us right this second why you were trying to kill us. Or have the big wook force one of his force feed you one of his dreadlocks. Hardwell is immediately sick. Understandably. Hardwell replies. 
Uh, Jesus, man, this ain't no Guantanamo Bay, man. This is supposed to be a wellness center in a co-working space. And I'm Hardwell. I'm the best DJ in the world, man. Uh, people seem to have forgotten about me. It's like I don't exist anymore. They think that some pesky pooch is number one. And they've forgotten about Hardwell. I'm the best DJ in the world, man. You know it. I know it. Even that wrong-cock twisted individual knows it. <laughs> I'm the best DJ in the world. You know, since I left EDM, man, I gave up hard. I gave Hardwell's hardware... A real go of it, man. I bought loads of stock. It was going to be the best hardware store that the world had ever seen. I bought four pieces of 2,400 by 1,200 MDF. I bought a hammer drill. I bought a three meter piece of guttering, two dustpans, one brush, 14 tungsten screws, a mop bucket, three Evo sticks, and a doormat. I was kitted out to be the best hardware store in the world, man. But people kept coming in and they were asking for things that I did not have. One day, Skrillex, he come in and he says he wants a length of clothesline for his back garden so he can hang out his black t-shirts when they get too sweaty. But I did not have it. And he was so sad that he was in tears on the floor for the whole afternoon, man. He was in the way. Like... I know he was in an emo band, but this is ridiculous, man. Like, he was there for the whole afternoon. Like, I'm not the Samaritans. I'm trying to run a small business here, you know? Like, if you want to have a cry, go to see a prostitute or something. Like, I had to shoo him out. I had to shoo him out with the guttering. And now I can't, can't sell the guttering because it stinks of coins. <laughs> then Fat Boy Slim come in a different day because he is doing up the shed. And he says he wants some brackets to put up a shelf in there for his collection of fidget spinners. So he can look at them when he is hiding in the shed from his missus. But I don't do brackets, man. Like, so he has got to put them on some old bags of cement. And it's not the same, you know. Like the cement dust gets in there and into the spinner and it ceases its ability to quell a fidget, you know. But the worst of all, the worst of all was Diplo. Diplo and the boys from like the Major Laser, they come in because they need a stepladder, you know, to get the leaves out the gutter in at Diplo's mum's bungalow. But I did not have a stepladder, you know, and I was, I could have, if I had one, I could have like upsold them like the guttering, you know, because even though it now stinks of coins from shooing out the Skrillex, like, Diplo's got no sense of smell from, like, years of sniffing chop, you know? He can't even smell his own farts. Tiesto replies, That's a sad sob story, got there, spunky pants. Uh, you know, you could go on the X Factor with a story like that. Uh, you might even get a bum swell off to Simon Cowell. You know, you could, you know, at the back, or you could do a few lines of the good stuff in Louis Walsh's trailer. Hardwell replies, Doing gear in Louis Walsh's trailer. Look, man, I'm desperate, not insane. Tiesto <laughs> says, that, that gives me an idea, though, you tepid little ring stinger. <laughs> you say you want to be the best DJ in the world again? Well, you know, you've got to prove that. So what about if we set up a competition uh, to pit the two greatest DJs to ever walk the face of the planet against each other and win it takes the crown? A paddle of judges, a live audience... Anton Deck and Dermot O'Leary smashing your back doors in out of their minds on gack, smashing in your unbleached brown eye in the morning like a choo-choo train. <laughs> It'd be the finest things, finest four-way the internet's ever seen. Hardware replies, you're what, twisted? Okay, <laughs> so maybe not the last bit, maybe I'll just take care of that, but the offer still stands for the first part. I think we need to have a talent show. Hardwell versus Martin Garrix, and we finally get to see who is the greatest DJ to ever walk the face of the earth. Uh, <laughs> either that or I get the work to give you a ketamine element until you, until you see the face of God Hardwell replies you got a deal there you Dutch deal weed your boy better be ready though because he just messed with the wrong Hardwell Wow. All right. Yeah. So, bit of a development there. Wow. Um, the return, the return of Hardwell, former best DJ in the world. Uh, he tried his hand at running a small business, Hardwell's Hardware, as we remember from all those years ago. 
But who will win? Who will, Hardwell versus Martin Garrix. God, it will be incredible to see who genuinely is the greatest DJ ever. Because it's one of those two. I think we can all. I think we can all agree on that. Right, come on. Let's have. Um, oof. Let's have that red pill bit again. Oh, lovely. Oh. This this has got shoe throw of the week written all over it. Although there was that digital bit. Confirmed Warhammer. Confirmed flip flop flanger. Confirmed ring stinger. Philly saying send in the space marines on this one. It's proper bring out the orcs business, isn't it? Warhammer. Well, that's the end of that one. That's uh, Give It by Red Pill. I believe it is on She Blackout. She fine record label with a fine fine selection of she throws, flip flop flingers, yeezy yeetish, and trainer trebuchets. A couple of fucking warhammers on there as well, mate. God, that's a confusing accent, isn't it? I don't really know what to do with it. Um, listen, guys, I'm just. Oh, we've got 15 minutes of the show left. Ah. Okay, look, let's do this. It's Mental Health Week at the moment. Uh, it should be Mental Health Week everywhere, every week, really. You know, check in on yourself, check in on your buddies, check in on, you know, on your neighbours, on your family, on your, check in on your own knees. Um, listen, guys, it happens to the best of us, and it's different for everyone. It's, uh, I, you know, obviously there is a, I mean, you know, there is a, a significant range 
of issues that people face. Some are biological, some are situational, some are social, some are their own creation, some are, yeah, situational. You know, as you will know, I've had my own battles over the years um, and it's been this station that has massively helped me come out the other side. And I was sent an email the from a man called, uh, well, his email is Umut. I'm probably butchering his name, Umut, maybe. Um, sorry, buddy. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, hey, man, um, thanks for saying yes. Uh, all I need is a short statement about how you feel about mental health problems and the pressure on upcoming producers in times of social media. Uh, I mean, specifically the pressure to stay relevant, to bring content, to handle bashing and unconstructive feedback the effect it has on the person itself. Uh, I think he was just looking for a couple of lines, um, but I've written a bit of a, well, written a few paragraphs basically predominantly about social media is having clearly some disastrous effects on people's mental health. Uh, This is, this I I guess would would occupy the sort of situational side of mental health um, because, you know, it's, you know, having <laughs> raking yourself over the coals every day by looking at people on social media that perci- that have a perceived much better life than you is not a chemical imbalance in your brain. That is basically, yeah, you're comparing your bloopers reel to someone else's highlight reel, and it's an issue, man. It isn't, and it's an issue for when you work in the creative arts. It's an issue for all people. Like, and you know, if your product is yourself and is your art and your creations and you're constantly comparing it to everyone else it is uh yeah it's it, it's not good so i re- uh, this was this was my response as far as i see it for today's producers particularly the up and comers social media is both an essential tool and your worst enemy i think it's impossible to have a career as a producer without social media oh no sorry on I don't think it's impossible to have a career as a producer without social media, but it would be infinitely harder for obvious reasons. Comparison is the thief of joy, as Theodore Roosevelt said. And being that people only tend to post their absolute highlights on social media, those looking get a very warped, unrealistic version of how everyone else is doing. People buy followers and likes. They post endlessly about how great everything is, even when the truth is very different. Everyone else looks on with an already negative view of their own worth, ability, position, and feels dreadful. My advice, don't do it. Mute or unfollow every single person, artist, and fan page that doesn't inspire you when it comes up in your feed. Like, this is a big thing. Like, you have the power to... I mean, do you have the power to not check social media? Unless you delete it and delete it off your phone, good luck. But you do have the power to curate your news feed. Like, and if there's someone on there winding up, just mute. Like, every social media platform has a mute feature now. You don't have to unfollow people. Mute everyone that winds you up or everyone that makes you feel bad. Mute every single person except people or things or pages or artists that inspire you. Like, there's nothing stopping you from from only having a feed of interesting, inspiring, and empowering stuff. I've lost my place now. <laughs> um, having the power to ignore social media is very hard but you can create a news feed that encourages and inspires you rather than one that makes you feel like shit you don't need to see pics of whatever artist is playing in front of thousands of people a picture of a cute puppy or a meme is probably better curate a theme full of almost a feed full of almost entirely memes that's my advice don't compare your bloopers reel to someone else's highlight reel social media is not real life There is a relentless pressure to stay relevant as an artist, but this is only true of your intent and being part of the herd. If you're doing something unique and plot a unique course, you don't have to worry about trying to catch up with others because you are running your own race. The only person you want to beat is you yesterday. If you don't want to be comparing yourself to others, do something incomparable. Find your niche and exploit it. You don't need a million plays on Spotify. You don't need a million followers on Facebook. You don't need a million subscribers on YouTube. A small, dedicated and engaged audience will give you 10 times the work satisfaction and pay dividends in the long run. I can't stress this enough. Like People are chasing ridiculous figures. Like Only a tiny fraction of people will get those million Spotify plays, will get those million YouTube views, all of, all of that stuff. But if you can create something unique 
and find a small group of people that really like it and you interact with them and you build a community around what you're doing, that will bring so much more meaning and worth and value to your creative work. So, honestly, that's such a huge thing. Uh, if you can get a thousand people that love what you do and are prepared to give you three quid a month, it's all you need. There you go. That's it. Like, you know, why, you know, oh, I need to get my social media stats up. Oh, I need to get 10,000 people on, on Instagram so I can get the swipe up thing on stories. Oh, I need to get this. I need to. No, no, you need to. You need to find. Well, yeah, you can. If that's your thing, if you want to, you want to be fucking huge. Go for it, you know. But my advice is create something that is smaller scale like create something that is unique find a niche and you know find your niche and do it on purpose uh as for a negative as for negative comments trolls and haters if someone is going to take the time to hate on you you must be doing enough in their eyes for them to use their energy on you no one gives hate to irrelevant people uh so you're probably doing something right sadly the haters aren't going anywhere anytime soon so you learn to use it as energy i've never really I've taken a lot of hate from people over the years because uh, the tunes that I've made uh, have generally been pretty pretty marmite. Um, but I've never really found it. I've never really found that to bother me particularly because, like, yeah, if someone's going out of their way to talk shit about, like, the worst thing would just be no one saying anything. Literally, just you put something out there and it's just complete silence. That would be so much worse than like you putting something out there and it being even if it being majority hate at least you've got an answer there like at least like you if, if literally you put something up and everyone was like this is dreadful like if like a hundred people only said this is dreadful like you'd be like okay all right maybe i'm maybe maybe i should listen to this but like you know if you're it's hard though because like you can get a hundred positive comments and one negative comment and it will be the negative comment that that sits in your brain but you have you've got to learn to jog it on but this is you know this is human nature like we are biologically predisposed to pay more attention to bad news because bad news is a potential threat and potential threats you need to know about this like nice happy good everything positive you don't need to know about that that's not it's not a concern it's not a threat to you it's not trying to kill you it's don't worry about it this is why you know bad news sells and good news doesn't it's uh you know it's a disaster but it's there so you just have to learn to you know fuck off the negative comments learn to enjoy them <laughs> learn to enjoy the haters um if you believe your if you believe in your direction and push it forward hard enough others will follow hard work and consistency is the key 100% hard work and consistency consistency really really is the key if you only put out a record once a year and stuff you can't it's in the times that we're in now like music has become very sadly very very throwaway like the life cycle of a release now is like two weeks and so the the time of like oh, i spent a year and a half working on this album and and it's like a single has the same lifespan as an album now so like you put your album out with like 15 tracks on it that you've spent a year and a half working and that's got a life cycle of like two weeks so i don't know is it better to release a new record every week every certainly every month like if, if that's what you're looking for if you're looking up to keep up a persistent consistent heat and you know pressure on the scene or whatever maybe you need to be putting something out every every week it's you got to think about it as ufc fighter and special forces operative tim kennedy says anything worth having is on the other side of hard work that's it nothing's going to come easy like you know, everyone wants the life hack. Everyone wants the hey, 30 second baseline tip tutorial. You know, ultimately, it's yeah, you've, you've got to, if you're making records, you've got to A, build up the skill, build up the ability to the point of getting something that is great and then do that great thing consistently for years and years and years and years. It's going to involve a lot of time on your own, it's going to involve a lot of ups and downs, it's going to involve a consistent amount of failure until until it, it's always a failure until it's a success but putting that work in and you know giving something to a community of people that enjoy it finding that niche and really plowing into it and yeah building a community around it 
is the way forward, in my humble opinion. It's what I'm trying to do with Threshold. It's what I'm trying to do with all of this madness. I've got an idea. I'll read Lab Bible articles out every morning, swear a lot, and, and, and play this sample. Lobsters. Yes, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> Somehow. People are listening and enjoying it. It's a funny old world, isn't it? My life. Anyway, that was my uh, response. I imagine that got boiled down to a sentence or two, uh, but I thought I would read it out in full to, in the hope that someone would get some value out of it. And, you know, it's Mental Health Awareness Week, so be good to yourself. But know that, you know, if you work hard, you can be better. You can always be better than how you were yesterday. And, you know, that, like, 1% better every day, that makes a serious freaking difference after a few years. You know, people. I think people overestimate what what you could achieve in a year, but completely underestimate like what you could achieve in five years or ten years. You know, think small, but think long term as well. Like there's there's a lot to it, man. But you know, be good to yourself, and you know, also on a different side of it, check on your friends. If you feel that you've got friends that are struggling, check on them. Make sure your friends are all right. Make sure your family members are all right. It's a good thing to do because you'd want them to do it to you right let's play one more bit and then i'll fucking leave you for the rest of the day um yes afraid to say no rankings records this afternoon as i must work sadly than I thought it was. <laughs> it's good though. Coming up at 1pm today, Constrict, brand new show, in for two hours, Incidental Sonics, firing up some some naughty bits in there, some naughty, naughty, some, na- some naughty dubby amen bits. Ooh. Strong recommend on that one. Right, let's two minutes left, just time to shout out the VIP list. This is a list of fine human beings that are supporting the show and the station as a whole on Patreon. Um, You are all helping me drive this crazy train forward, and I thank you enormously. That is Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonklaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Cole Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Joe Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lily Unsub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chode Ryder, Andrew Heischelbeck, John Finnison, the BDR crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief Cooper, Gendy Lightfield, Ryan Glazer, James Parry, Dave Thompson, Hendo Bartendo, Lady Squiffington, Liam the Menace Underwood, Dan fucking Morris, a with no STDs, Justin Mazzer, MC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby T, Coco Shiva, Dan Elton, Tyron Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Dark 
Chris Saitan, Sachi Spirit, drum and bass, Nicholas Lawsey, Damon Rayner, Chris Brakes, The Bill, Carissa Bartholson, Odin Batesley, Fuller D, Daniel Genvy, uh, Flaxis, Alexander Cassidy, Matt Wright, Dylan Laws, Grant Sullivan, uh, not that Tom Robinson, subscribe on YouTube, Greg Cornford, Grace Sellers, Dad Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Mr. Happy, the German trance overlord of DB, Ranking Makes Uplifting Vocal Sidetrance under the alias Cosmic Waft, Keep It Cool, Tall in the Motor Pool, but don't let you meet life, Nick Brock, Mustang Fairly Rob, uh, Sean. Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Sam House, Hugh Downer, Sarah Hunt, and the Hitchmarths. Uh, thank you all so much for your contributions. You're wonderful. If you want your name on that list, right out at the end of every show, amongst other fine benefits, uh, then you can go to our Patreon page and subscribe. Um, it's easily found by just going to threshold.fm and going to donate, and all the details are there. Or if you're watching on YouTube... There is a link in the motherfucking description. Snips, you dirty bitch. Um, cheers, guys. I love you all. You're all wonderful humans. Uh, I, fingers crossed, will be in tomorrow. I might have to have the day off to work. Um, it pains me greatly that I may have to do that, but needs a must. And, you know, until we have that, that futuristic luxury gay communism, automated luxury gay communism, which, fingers crossed, anytime soon, uh, I work, bills have to be paid. Um, but if not Monday morning, and God bless you over the weekend, but hopefully tomorrow, hopefully tomorrow, maybe I'll have time to pre-record a show later, I don't know. Um, look, I love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for enjoying. If you do enjoy, if you don't enjoy, just fuck off. Listen to a different radio show. Go and listen to Rinse FM, yeah? You don't like it? Go somewhere else. Go and listen to Kiss. Go and listen to Kiss 100, you know? Go and listen to the same three old neuro tunes that you have on repeat for the last 17 years. Um, no, listen, look, I love you all. I will see you very soon. God bless you. Be nice to yourselves and each other. Okay, goodbye. <laughs>